Hey friends, welcome to the Not About Me podcast. I'm your host, Kay Taylor, and I'm so glad you joined me today to close out our series on Know Your Shepherd. This has been really good for me and a great reminder, especially during the season of my life. So if you haven't joined us until today, um, I recommend going back and listening to part one and part two. Um, But we're going to be closing out Psalm 23 and taking a deeper look at these last two verses, uh, which I have found to be the most relatable recently for myself and just some really neat things that I never noticed in all the time that I've heard and read Psalm 23. So let's not waste any time. Let's get started on the Not About Me podcast. I really enjoy this shepherd discussion and had to be reminded of some of the details that I've shared with you all uh, after some personal struggles kind of popped up over the past few weeks. So I want to reread these verses again for us before we concentrate on verses five and six. Psalm 23, one through six says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's concentrate on the last two as we close out this series, but I want to reread verse 5 again. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. There's so much to unpack in this verse. If you guys have ever been wronged by someone or have someone that you consider an enemy, there might be a part of you that is longing for an opportunity for your enemy to see you seated at the table with all the blessings from the Lord given to you on full display. I know that there have been times in my life where I have desperately wanted that and waited years for. Uh, I remember thinking, okay, I want God to show out, to show this person, look what I've done for this person. You may have tried to ruin their life or said some really hateful things to them, but look how much I love them and how successful they are. But I don't think David meant that at all. While there may be opportunities for you to come full circle, uh, and, and show just how far you've come since the time where there's been tension. Uh, I think it's a, a way to be an example to the enemy of how much you've overcome and how God has changed your heart. I think it's more about everyone being invited to the table. See, the table was used a lot in the Bible. And Jesus certainly sat at a lot of tables. Luke talks about a lot of times that he sat at a table. Um, and he sat with people from all walks of life. Oftentimes, the table is where kings honored certain guests or where agreements that had been made were sealed at the table by sharing a meal together. There may be someone in your life that has excluded you or you feel like you're just not good enough to sit at their table. But the Lord is saying, hey, come sit at the table with me. You have a spot here too. See, even at the Last Supper, Judas had a seat at the table. One of the Lord's 12 disciples had a spot at the table, and so did Peter. Peter, the man who denied Jesus three times. And and Jesus knew he was going to do so. They both had a spot at the table. So you and I and all our mess-ups are still invited to the table along with our enemies. The next part of this verse, though, is probably my favorite. You anoint my head with oil. Now, that might sound weird or odd that I would be excited about this part, uh, but all my 
time looking up stuff for the shepherd and what a sheep does, this was the most interesting to me and something that just really resonated. I learned a shepherd used oil mainly for three reasons. The first is to put on a sheep's nose. Why, you ask? Well, a sheep doesn't really have a tail or the ability to swat away insects. Um, if you've ever lived anywhere where there's prevalence of insects that tend to pester you, here in the south we have gnats. But shepherds recognize that the oil on the nose of the sheep can help deter flies from bothering the sheep. So if they don't, what happens is the fly can get up in the nose, lay eggs, and then when the larvae come, they are moving around inside their nose and it just drives a sheep crazy. Uh, the sheep will do just about anything to get that sensation out of its nose. And maybe, you know, we can relate. You ever had a booger that it was in your nose that was really frustrating, you couldn't get it out of your nose, and it becomes a distraction. You're trying to run to the bathroom and discreetly get it out. And listen, I'm a nurse, so don't be lying saying this never happened to you. All people of all people groups have struggled with a booger. So the sheep, it bangs its head against a fence post. It's driving its nose into things. It drives them so crazy they forget to eat or sleep until it runs itself ragged or dies from trying to deal with this problem on its own. Have you ever dealt with that? Ever dealt with people that are constantly trying you or have a circumstance you're trying to handle on your own that you wanted to bang your fist or your head up against the wall because something was getting the better of you? We are no different than sheep. A shepherd might also put oil on the heads of rams because rams fight for the attention of the ewe or the female sheep. And while it doesn't mean that they're not going to have wounds, it helps the blows glance off each other so they're less likely to cause a lot more damage. Again, it's a protective thing. doesn't mean the wounds don't come or that they can't happen, but it lessens the blows or lessens the severity of the wounds. Which brings me to my next point about the oil. The oil is often used to treat the wounds. Ever been wounded? Ever had something so bad or so painful that cut you deep that you have a gaping wound? The oil was used to clean the wounds because what happens if you don't treat a wound? It'll grow bacteria and it'll continue to grow to an infection, which if an infection is untreated, could cause a bigger infection and often lead to death. So let me ask you, are there some wounds you need to let the shepherd treat before it goes into a full-blown infection? And before you risk death. In the same way, our shepherd, our Lord and Savior, is anointing us with oil to keep us from being pestered to the point of driving ourselves crazy with life and all its issues. We have to go to the shepherd. It'll protect us from our adversaries, it'll heal our wounds, and especially where we've been hurt. To close out verse 5, David writes, My cup overflows. See, during the time of David, it was custom if you were the guest at a party, if the host wanted you to stay, your cup would have been filled to the top. It was a sign you were welcomed. In the same way, if he wanted you to go home, you'd find your cup empty, and it was a sign that you needed to hit the road. But God isn't stingy in the outpouring of blessings to us. Our cup is overflowing. It never runs out so long as we're staying with the shepherd. But our tendency is to try to fill our own cups with our experiences, with people we have in our lives, relationships, and things. And it's fun for a time, right? New shoes, new clothes, maybe a new boo thing. Man, we're getting compliments left and right. But then as the compliments slow down, we need something else to make that feeling come back. We realize our cup is almost dry. But the overflowing our heart desires is only found in the Lord. 
Verse 6 closes our chapter by saying, Surely your goodness and your love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God is a sure God, with sure promises, and He's a sure foundation. And while our attitudes and emotions may sway our behavior, God doesn't. His goodness and love, some versions may say mercy, they're with me all the days, meaning every moment, not just when God feels like it. No, all the days of our life. No matter where you go or where you find yourself in this great big world, goodness and love from the Lord are sure to be there. And we as believers know this isn't our home. John 14, 1-3 says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place, then I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. So don't be fooled or lulled or grow comfortable around the culture or whatever the norm is where you are. We're called somewhere better, and one day we will get to see it and be in the house of the Lord forever. I hope this has been a good series for you guys to help you get to know your shepherd. And remember, we're trying to love God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind, and love our neighbor because it's not about me. Friends, I hope you have enjoyed this deeper dive into Psalm 23. I know this has been a really good study for me. I needed this just as much as it needed to be out on the podcast. Uh, It's a great reminder of who God is and all He does for you and for me. Listen, we're going to be having a fall renewal conference at our church that starts on September 25th, so just a few weeks away. It's completely free. Uh, You don't have to pay any cost to access it online. I'll post the link to the website that you can watch it live from so wherever you are in the world I invite you to join in and listen and just worship and hear what God wants to say to all of us because it'll be really good these are always really good there's a lot of prayer and a lot of time that goes into planning these um, and like I said it's free you can't find a whole lot of free conferences if you like today's episode like it comment share it with someone that needs some encouragement today you guys know what to do You can find us on Instagram or you can shoot us an email to notaboutmepodcast at gmail.com because we'd love to hear how God is moving in your life. All the links are posted in the show notes. Uh, If you want to go back and read some of the scripture that was mentioned today or any other time, they're on all the episodes. Uh, Again, that link for the conference will be posted too. So join us next week as we have a special guest coming in and we'll be talking to us about something that we've probably all dealt with at some point in our walk or maybe it's something that you're going through right now i promise you you're not going to want to miss it so tune in next week on the not about me podcast